Hello, this is Mike Mazzola. This is the Hard Sun Podcast. Today is February 20th, 2021. I'm here in Colorado Springs at my kitchen table looking over Pikes Peak. It's a beautiful sunny day today. It's been a, a wild weather week here in Colorado and across the United States. We had unusual cold temperatures in the last week, negative 10 degrees waking up last weekend. Um, in Texas, the national news was unusual snow and cold temperatures and across the Midwest, but particularly in Texas, the energy grid could not handle the cold weather. There were rolling blackouts, people without power for days, a real dire situation. That's what's been happening nationally, maybe a little bit in the last week, but we are not here to talk about earthly problems. We all know that it's early 2021. We know that 2020 was a really difficult year. There are a lot of things happening, but this podcast is about our spirituality and raising our level of consciousness to who we truly are. And so I'd like to start today with a quote, which in our pilot episode, this is episode number three, in our pilot episode, this quote from Michael Bernard Beckwith, when you believe more in what you don't see than in what you do see, then what you do see you won't see, and what you don't see you will see. What I want to talk about today is an experience I had in late 2019, where through meditation, I received a message from the other side, the universe, God, the great white light, I like to call it, and how this was connected to a bigger thing that I was going through in life. If you listen to episodes number one and two, I talk about traumatic events that I was battling from, traumatic events that had happened almost two decades prior, that I was battling through difficult memories, dark times. And uh, in late 2018, I started having experiences um, as, I was, as I was suffering emotionally, I started having experiences and, and receiving messages from, from the other side. So first my radio turned on spontaneously from the off position and shook me awake from, from rumination and dark thoughts. And that's what I talk about in the pilot episode. And in the second episode, I talk about how family members, two uncles and my former and my, and my beloved pet who had passed away a year prior, uh, visited me in my truck one evening and, and visited me from, from the other side and gave me message and gave me peace. And so best thing, if you're interested in this podcast, would be to listen to those first two episodes. Um, I explain in detail what happened there. And in this episode, it's a continuation of those experiences over the course of a couple of years where um, I truly was receiving uh, otherworldly messages that were undeniable from beyond the proof and have changed my life, have caused me to want to do this podcast, to speak about it publicly, and ultimately talk about uh, after, after a few episodes of me telling my stories, interview others and have them discuss things that have happened to them 
and their spirituality and and to draw to shine a light on on what's possible and and to and to to to, to offer us to to give us the opportunity to think beyond what we do every day and we're mired in our days and our work and our family and our and the news and everything that's happening So to build up to this experience with a little bit of little more backstory, again, in late 2018 or throughout 2018, I was struggling as a human. I was battling the memories of traumatic events two decades prior and um, having a hard time letting go of them. They were front and center after years of, of kind of moving them around in my psyche. They, they, they appeared and would not would kind of refuse to let me let me relax and let me go um, and and I was and I was struggling and battling and in 20 late 2018 I started having the experiences I just described my radio turned on messages from from family members that had passed before and those experiences in the fall and in early winter of 2018 really shook me loose and they were so powerful and it was kind of uh, it was a lot of bewilderment dumbfounded uh, you know experiencing these incredible messages that were beyond anything i could ever imagine new to my psyche incredibly clear undeniable to me but then also difficult to explain to anyone. If I were to talk to someone, they might think I'm crazy that, you know, with the, the things that I'd be saying. And so in, with those experiences happening in late 2018, um, I was grappling with them, you know, grappling with the trauma, trying to absorb the experiences, living a quiet life. I live in Colorado Springs. I work for a nonprofit organization in downtown and live on the west side of town near Garden of the Gods and lived lived a really quiet life i would go to work i have a nice rewarding job um, doing good work for families and the environment and come home at night lived in a really beautiful home near the garden of the gods with easy access to hiking trails it was incredible lots of wildlife um, and a, a garage where i set up a woodworking shop and i would do woodworking projects and art projects and oftentimes on the weekends i would barely leave the home it was a very quiet and reflective and healing time. So these these experiences happened in late 2018, and then I'm kind of working throughout 2019 uh, in awe of what happened, but also living life and having to get groceries and go to work and clean the house and, and live day to day, uh, which was a little difficult trying to blend this burgeoning spirituality with everyday life and you know, people arguing and politics and, you know, all the ugliness that's going on in the world. And so about a year passed without, without, without any new spiritual experiences and not really, you know, asking for any, just, just kind of existing and healing and processing. And in, in late 2019, I had another experience. And the, the habit I had developed was to go to work, come home at night. And if it was, maybe it was November or December of 2019, 
but you know, time change, dark at five o'clock, um, come home after work and, and meditate, kind of take a nap slash meditate for up to an hour. So go into, go into bed five in the afternoon, really try to quiet my mind and meditate and be at peace and heal. And it was really helpful. And so I was doing this most nights. And then I would exercise. I would run in the Garden of the Gods after work. It's incredible. Um, so, you know, living healthy, eating clean, trying to get good night's sleep, meditate, run, um, struggling as a human, and then, and then trying to find balance and peace. And, and one of these nights after, you know, many months of doing this meditation, not a, not a hardcore trained meditation of, of, you know, subscribing to some, you know, some belief system or, 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 you know, training from a guru or anything like that, but, but literally going for an hour to sit and lie quietly and quiet my mind and, and find peace. Um, and that, that was the goal to calm my nervous system, be quiet, be still. And, um, one night I had this incredible experience. So most nights I would do the meditation and then I would get up and have some dinner, you know, watch a little TV, go to bed early, get up and do work the next day, you know, just like normal days. But this event happened, um, in, in a very dramatic sense. So I'm in bed that night or that afternoon after work and doing my meditation. And oftentimes, even though the, the goal of the meditation was to empty your mind and live free of thought and not be thinking, that was my problem, overthinking, overanalyzing. And as I was battling through the thoughts of these traumatic events and trying to move forward in life, feeling stuck, I, you know, would find myself kind of arguing with myself, right? Like, well, what about this? And what about that? And well, this happened and that happened and, you know, ruminating over things and then working toward like real, you know, understanding what's happening and then trying to calm my mind. Anything, anybody that's meditated knows it's the hardest thing you could possibly ever do is to try to quiet your mind and free it from thought. Um, when you do listen to spiritual teachers like John Kabat-Zinn or the Dalai Lama or someone, um, they say it's the hardest thing you could ever do. Our minds are on, on all the time. And that is the struggle. And so as I'm lying in bed and I would do this for about an hour because it kind of took that long to calm down after a busy day of you know being on the internet and working and doing my job, lots of chatter, lots of moving parts. It would take time. And so I was in bed, calm, quiet, trying to do my best and, but battling myself as usual. And all of a sudden I had this vibrational feeling that came over me. And, and if you listen to episode two, when family members that had passed kind of visited me and uh, when I was in my truck at a grocery store parking lot, the same vibrational feeling happened then. And so um, a, a, a vibration, a kind of being held in place, not against, not against my will, 
but just a vibration and kind of a stillness, like a hum, not anything that could probably be recorded on a, on a device or anything that would somebody would see or anything that you would see in a movie with the bed shaking or, you know, anything like that, but just an internal vibrational energetic frequency was that was happening that kind of grabbed me and held me still. And it happened when my family members spoke to me in late 2018. And then this was late 2019 as I'm laying in bed, it happened again. And so leading up to this, I was battling myself, you know, talking about, you know, talking to myself like, well, this happened and that happened and, you know, trying to rationalize and trying to move forward. And this vibration came and this calmness and serenity came and there was deep quiet and stillness. And then all of a sudden a voice appeared and the voice very clearly said to me, you've done your job. And again, again, I'm, I'm battling trauma that had happened, you know, years earlier and, and trying to move forward in life. And this voice said to me, you've done your job. This is over for you. And I argued back kind of hedging with this voice. Like all of a sudden I was in discussion with this voice and it persisted as I was arguing, it persisted and said, you've done your job. It is over for you in this lifetime. You are free to go and you will be needed again. And it gives me goosebumps to say this right now because I, I can feel it as though it happened today. And that voice came. It wasn't me, it wasn't my own voice. It was a voice from the universe, from God, from the other side. It was something other than me. And that vibration that came and the voice came, all of a sudden the vibration left. And then I just kind of woke up. And so for as long as it took for me to just say it here, that's probably as long as it took for it to happen, just a matter of seconds. But the message was incredibly clear. You've done your job. You've been battling and carrying this for two decades. You've done your job. It's over for you. And me arguing back saying, no, 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 but, 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 I got to do this. I got to do that. And it holding me firm, this voice holding me firm saying, nope, you have done your job. It is over. Essentially, that voice was saying, thank you. You did it. It's time for you to move on. So I had this experience. It was shocking to my system. It was on the back of, you know, similar experiences to a year prior. And I woke, you know, and picture it was you know, December of 2019 and it was dark outside, but it was still early in the evening. And kind of like I explained in the first two episodes, kind of fumbled through the night, cooked dinner, processed, couldn't believe what was happening. It was blowing my mind. It was, I, I, I have kind of you know, like, I'm like sweaty palms right now talking about it. Like it was so powerful. And so the next day I went to work like normal, 
you know, get up, brush your teeth. I'm, I'm, I'm remembering a Dave Matthews song, Ants Marching, bite to eat and he's rolling. Like just talking about a person, ants marching. We're just, we're just humans on this planet, moving around and doing our jobs and going to and from work and kind of, you know, mindlessly living. And so I'm an ant, I'm an ant marching, moving, getting up, having an egg, brushing my teeth, rolling on down to the office to do my work for the day. But I have this experience and these experiences in the background just humming through me and shocking me. And so as I'm moving through the day and doing my job, this is just vibrating through me. And so it was so powerful and overwhelming that I went home that night, the night after it happened, and like hurried, you know, hurried manner, like, let's get back to meditating. Let's find this back. Let's get it back. This is incredible. I'm receiving messages from the universe. This is so powerful. I have to, I have to figure it out. I have to get it back. And so I do my thing. I go back. I lay in bed and it's like, okay, okay, okay. I'm here. I'm here. Talk to me again. Come, come back, come back. And if you listen to episode two, where I talk about my family members visiting me, it was the same thing where a vibration came, a frequency came, the message came, and then as fast as it appeared, it disappeared. And that's what had happened this time. And I and 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 with my family members, I, that as soon as it happened and it left, I tried to conjure it back. I tried to grab it, like, please come back, please come back. I want to talk to you. I want more of this. And it just vanished. And so here I am a night later hustling home after work to get this back, to do it again. And I lay in bed and I meditate and I'm talking to this, you know, talking, you know, trying to, trying to reach this voice, nothing, dead silent, nothing, nothing, nothing available. The, the, the internal chatter, you know, that we all have of like, come back, I want to see you. I want to talk to you. It was just gone. And so I, so I laid, you know, doing my part as meditating, laid there and tried to calm my mind and be quiet and just be accepting of what happened. But in my mind, I was just, I was hard as I was trying. I was just begging for this to come back and it, and it, and it wouldn't, it was gone. And what I was realizing was the messages I, that I was receiving were happening when I was in, I was submitting to the universe. You can't, you can't conjure these things. You can't make these things up. You can't make it happen. You actually have to leave your energetic portal open to the messages. You have to be open to it and it, it, and it will come. So you can't try trying doesn't do it. And so as I lay in bed that night for my hour long meditation, as it was nearing the end, I was, it was kind of, there was a level of disappointment of like, Oh my God, it's gone. I'll never, you know, never get it back. And all of a sudden I burst into tears. I was laying in bed and tears were streaming down my face. And I said, to, to the universe and God, to this voice, to these messages, I said, I don't know who you are, 
and I'm happy to live this life. But I cannot wait until I find out what's on the other side. It was this incredible purity coming out of me, like acceptance to say, I get it. I see you. I see that you're here. I can't make it happen. I understand. I'm starting to understand. I'm believing. I'm starting to believe. And so basically my message back was, I know you're there. I know you're here. I don't fully get it. This is beyond me. This is so much bigger than I could comprehend as a, as a, as a human being. And I am happy to live this life. I want to live a long human life. And oh my God, I cannot wait to see what's on the other side. So imagine my awe, A-W-E, with all of this. Just a normal everyday person. I'd had these experiences a year prior. All of a sudden, I was having another one again. I felt turned inside out in a good way. Like I'd been carrying trauma with me pretty much most of adulthood. And all of a sudden, things were stirring. Like my, my, my energy was becoming unstuck. My thought process and the way I was viewing things was becoming unstuck because of these messages. So this universal invention, intervention was, was cutting me loose and cutting me free. And I saw it as this great sign that, that things were happening. I was struggling with, oh my God, these things are happening and all I want to do is have them happen more. But I also got to get groceries and do the laundry, live life every day. It was really a, an interesting time of this belief, things that were so powerful, events that were so powerful, they were, they were beyond me denying them. Not like, oh, you know, like something happened and I wonder if that was a sign from the universe. Oh, well, I'm going to go, you know, go, you know, eat my Cheerios. These things were so powerful and so core shaking personally that it was causing me to wake up. And it reminds me, so it reminds me of this. I love music. The first two episodes, I refer to music, popular music, singer, songwriters. This event reminds me of the song, I Believe by J.J. Gray. And so let me, let me, let me say a few, few of the lyrics here. I believe in everything from a river running backwards to a bee when it stings. And I believe in the voices out here telling me to hold on, but let go of my fear. A childhood imagination has been my salvation. One cloud at a time, Lord, I'm dreaming. Let me look upon her one more time. This beauty that I love, she's why. The chorus says, I believe in everything. In everything, I'm a believer. Goes on, I believe in what I can't change, and a hard lesson learned and the strength from my pain. 
And I believe in what I can't prove, in the joy of not knowing and the misunderstood. Let go of my past, let go of my future, one cloud at a time, yes, I'm dreaming. I believe in everything, in everything I'm a believer. The final line, the memory of one moment is the beginning and the end of who I am. So if I can take liberty and interpret this song a little bit and how it ties to the experiences that I had. And I've seen J.J. Gray perform at Red Rocks Amphitheater. Maybe it was, look it up, um, maybe it was 2016 or something. Um, Saw him perform with my favorite band, Infamous String Dusters at Red Rocks Amphitheater, this most beautiful, incredible music venue in the world. And he's, he's captivating, J.J. Gray is. Uh, beautiful energy, grabs his audience, sings lyrics like this, you know, and if you're singing along and even, even absorbing it at all, you're, you're, you're experiencing something beautiful. So I believe in everything from a river running backwards to a bee when it stings. That's the belief in the unknown, correct? It's believing that what we're seeing on this earth If we believe in what we don't see, like the Michael Beckwith quote that I started with, if you look at things like that, like what is that, that river running backwards? I believe in the voices out here telling me to hold on but let go of my fear. That's the experience I had in bed meditating, that vibrational frequency, that message from the other side. The voices out here. The voices out here is the voices It's the voices from the universe. It's the universe speaking and breathing with us. One cloud at a time, Lord, I'm dreaming. A childhood imagination has been my salvation. Being in awe and in wonder of the world and what's beyond us. He says, I believe in what I can't change and a hard lesson learned and the strength for my pain. I believe in what I can't prove in the joy of not knowing and the misunderstood. When I had this experience while meditating and then reflecting on the, the experiences a year prior, that's what I was starting to wake up to, believing in what I can't prove. The hard lesson learned the strength from my pain, feeling so much emotional pain that it finally brought me to my knees and allowed me to submit to to the universe. The song goes on, and this is where I really, you know, can get moved. Let go of my past, let go of my future. That is living in the present moment. So spiritual teachers like Eckhart Tolle would say, The present moment is all we have. Thinking, ruminating on the past or worrying about the future does nothing for us. All we have is right now. That's what meditation is. That's what spirituality is. And that final main line in the song, the memory of one moment is the beginning and the end of who I am. Again, 
the present moment. I'm taking full liberty here interpreting this song. Not sure if that's what J.J. Gray would say, but I think we all do that with music or poetry or anything we read. We interpret it through our own lens. And um, I think I think I just kind of want to end, end this episode on that note. The next episode that I want to do, and to be quite honest, I'm getting a little tired of saying I. I've done three episodes here. I'm new to podcasting and, you know, just, just trying to get get this message, this message out. Um, but the, but the goal of this podcast is to interview others, hear other similar stories and start, which will hopefully allow us to, to draw from, from the, the more stories we can tell from others, the more others might tell their stories and it might become a flywheel of information where we could, you know, assist ourselves in, in shifting our consciousness. And so the next episode that I want to do would be probably the last one that I'll do for myself. And it's given me goosebumps to even think about it, but it's of these experiences that I've had, it's the most powerful one and the most, um, the most, the most important um, and the most healing and I'll do that a few days from now. Uh, thank you for listening. I, I am kind of overcome with emotion as I do this. It's very powerful for me. And um, I'm actually emotionally kind of tired after just speaking here for, for 30 minutes or so. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Please keep listening.